Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to On the Town with Tanya. Thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate you. Uh, we are back this week. We are talking about uh, domestic violence. Again, yes, it's very important. After abuse, building a better self and relationships. Um, welcome back, like I said before. And I am today with me is comedian, author, Deborah Pilardi. Uh, and we're talking about domestic violence because globally, uh, 81,000 women and girls are killed just in 2020 alone. Just imagine. I mean, don't forget the pandemic. I'm sure it's gotten way worse. Um, uh, so this week, um, and that's according to a statistic from DomesticShelters.org, uh, by the way. Uh, so one out of five um, or 16%, 16.3% of, of murder uh, victims in the U.S. were killed by an intimate partner. Uh, so there's 19.3 million women. That's a lot. Uh, and you want to compare it to 5.1 million men in the U.S. Now, in the stats, um, I wasn't able to see if that included, let's say, I killed the man because he was, be, you know, abusing me. That's very important to know. So I don't know that part. Uh, why 5.1 million men? Um, I, I'm going to guess that they, they're including that in it, uh, but I couldn't find it. So just to let you know, you might want to research that. Uh, globally, 81,000 women and girls. Uh, were killed just in 2020. That's just, I mean, every time I think about that stat, 47,000 of them, 58% uh, died at the hands of an intimate partner or family member. Okay. Um, so basically, guys, that's every 11 minutes, a girl is killed in their home. Uh, and that's according to unwoman.org. Um, it's the stats are just uh, mind boggling. So welcome, Deborah Pilardi. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. How are you? I am doing great. I thank you so much for taking the time to come and be with us again. So tell us the title of your book again. The title of my book is Sweetie. How much should you give up to keep that relationship? Mm. I can answer that. Mm. Yes. All right. So that's why we're having you here today. Um, not only do you do comedy, but you wrote this book in hopes of helping people and yes. from your um, personal experiences. So if you can give um, our viewers uh, you know, uh, just, I'm just going to ask you just a few questions and then you can share an insight of, of with your book. Um, you can get it on Amazon, correct? Do you hear that scratching sound? Yes, I do. It's a phone. It's a phone. Uh, it's a phone vibrating. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um, okay. so you guys know, um, but, um, yeah. So what, um, what was it like? Uh, well, first of all, let me see, what would I say first? I would say, what was it like when you first got free? But let's go back to that. Um, what um, what attracted you to this guy, particularly? Um, you know, was it like any other relationship or any other attraction, um, or just coincidence? Or what do you think uh, that that piece uh, is? Well, I mean, at that time, I remember being really lonely and kind of, you know, kind of sad. And most of the people that I I thought I was interested in. You know, they they didn't even want to have a second date or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when I met him, he was immediately attracted to me. And he was kind of a take charge kind of man. And it just felt like I I was being swept up on this, you know, on this um horse to, to uh my future, you mm -hmm. know, you know, that white knight in shining armor. Right. And um it just felt like that because he was a take charge kind of person. And I don't know, I, at first. Mm -hmm. I felt safe. Right. And I hadn't before, even when I was single. Right. Well, isn't that, I mean, isn't that how most people get us? I mean, all guys in general. 
um, the first thing they do is if they like us is make us feel safe, right? Yeah. And make us feel loved and we're special. There's nobody as great oh, yeah. as us, right? Um, uh, and when about when in the relationship did you realize, whoa, something's going off here? Right, the alarm goes off. Is oh, it, it didn't take long. Mom, two. You know, first date I had a clue, but I ignored it because, like all human beings, we all want to be loved, right? And accepted. Right. And we, all, we all, you know, get lonely. So it's very easy for any of us to be like, "Wow, this guy's just really shining and dining me and treating me like a queen." And, oh my god! Especially, especially if we didn't have that, I, I will say right. that's an extra, extra uh, uh, special thing. If you haven't had that, or you're missing that. You know, like after the pandemic, for instance, I'm sure how many women are going to be like, whatever comes along, that's just right. Right. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's easy to not see what's right in front of you. Right. Um, for instance, I, I don't know if this happens to everybody, but I had a picture taken for an, for an ID years and years ago. When I saw that picture, I was mortified and I couldn't get another picture and nobody would take another one. And that was the one I was stuck with. Oh, that was 30 years ago. And when I look at that picture now, I'm like, well, I didn't look bad. Wow. So it wow. was right in front of me, but I, my eyes couldn't see right. what was right in front of me. And so we all have that ability. Yeah. And so for a while, mm -hmm. it was right in front of me and I didn't want to see it. And it right. was very quickly. It didn't take long. Right. Like a month. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, and, and this is the only reason why we're mentioning this, guys, because if someone's out there who's in a relationship, not sure, well, I don't know if I'm really in a domestic violence relationship. Hmm, I'm not really sure. Or you, you're you on these dates with this guy, and you've been on a third one, and you're hearing so anything that we're talking about, you know to run now before it goes deep. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we're talking about it. And yes, we have talked about it before, but in my eyes, I've always said this, Deborah, there is a war on women and children. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, worldwide, by the way. Yes. I don't know what I mean, I know what it's about. I honestly think it's about male dominance and then um and then it can also be about um you know, uh, there's a couple of things to that. But mm -hmm. um it, it goes back to the freaking caveman times, I hate oh, to say. Yeah. It goes way it's back. It's just good and evil. You know, you have to pick a team. I've always said that. You have to pick a team pick a team. Or yeah. one will be chosen for you. Oh, that's a good way. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good saying. I used to say as a kid. You gotta decide. <laughs> yes. Somebody's gonna decide. The universe. If you don't make a plan, the universe will make one for you. Yes. Yeah. Your night might not be the one you want. <laughs> you might get the leftovers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Wow. That's so, right. So when um what what I mean we went through this before, but I still want to go through it again. What are some of the signs? that you knew right away and then the signs that took a while till you said, oh my God, and you hit the wall and you woke up one day and said, oh no. Right, well, some of the first signs were, you know, I would say, um, hey, uh, I had plans with my friend to go have coffee or whatever it was, you know, the normal kind of thing that you would do. Mm -hmm. And he would be like saying the, the worst things about this friend. You know, he, he didn't like her. Uh, no, don't do that. Uh, she talks about you behind your back. You wouldn't believe this stuff she says. Don't go there. Uh, so um, it got to the point where I was like, wow, what is she? How, why does she want to hang out with me if she doesn't like me? Right. Right. You know, that, that's, that is a classic uh, sign of an abuser. Uh, the, the telling them that everybody else doesn't like you. Right. I had a girl once. I actually helped her and let her live, stay in my place. She was pregnant, and and the, the gentleman was beating her bad. 
Um, oh. So I was like, stay with me. I didn't charge her anything, nothing. And I didn't even know her that well. So she could have like killed me for all I know. But I was like, you know, just because I'm a human being and I, right. I just can't sit by and watch. I can't. I, I'm not on my watch. And so um, I let her stay with me right before she delivered the baby. And um, and everything I thought was fine. I'm helping her. I mean, she had a toddler and her pregnant. Oh, I'm doing wow. a favor, right. And I give up my daughter's I'm like the whole thing. I just helped her out. And then um, she has the baby and getting ready to come, come home. And she tells me, oh, I'm not coming home. You know, my my ex, I won't say his name, said that you um, that you were that you liked him. And I was yeah. like, wait, did you say I liked him? I said, yeah. no, if you know anybody knows me, like that's never going to happen. I, <laughs> I from your example, girl. Trust me. <laughs> I learned from your example. And plus, he's not my type at all. He's yeah. a bum. Like, no. Right. He's not my type. Um, so, you know, it was just, they flipped it on me. And, and oh, tried, yeah. you know, you want him. I was like, first of all, he's too skinny. What? <laughs> he ain't got enough meat on his bones for me. Number two, <laughs> he's not my type. I don't deal with narcissism at all. Exactly. At all. I don't deal with narcissism at all. I'm very, um, you know, I'm very alpha woman. I'm an alpha woman. That's <laughs> obvious. It's, a, yeah, it's so, one of your best qualities. Yeah, I'm, yeah it, it actually is. And I think it's the only thing that ever stopped me from getting into, I had got one to yell at me funny. He, he didn't yell, but he talked really loud. And and, uh, <laughs> and after what I did to him, he, he left me. Oh. <laughs> he was like, you're crazy. I was like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> you just can't talk to me any kind of way. So I'm right. thankful for my personality um because it fin it fears off fears off uh you know even if i'm weak inside even if i whatever you want to call me you could say i i don't have self-esteem sometimes that's true i don't but you'll yeah. never know it if you're a guy you'll never know i will never uh, no and that's because of past issues uh so i take full responsibility for that it's a good thing uh that my past abuse issues as a kid um stimulate or, or filtered into to adulthood where I, I don't allow myself to be um, in any situation like that um, ever, uh, ever again. It just can't happen. Uh, right. So. Well, I mean, the conversations you have with yourself inside are do not most likely ever, ever match your actions on the outside. So, <laughs> you know, but I just wanted to point out one thing that I just thought of. Mm -hmm. It was that first uh, lunch break, lunch, uh, you know, meeting that mm -hmm. I canceled. Oh, and it was like, oh boy, it was like cutting the strings on the drawbridge, the one string, and there was one left. Woo. You know what I mean? So when you you agree to cancel or let go of a person, mm -hmm. it's the first cut of the of the all the cuts. Mm. Wow! Oh, they wow! Just insisted on going. Wow! So when you when you cancel the date, the reaction was not good. When I, well, no, no, I met with her, my friend, who I wanted to go out for coffee with. Oh. And he oh. said, she doesn't like you. That very first thing that I agreed oh. to, mm -hmm. to do for him, that is when he got his little gas. You know what I mean? He got his charge. Mm -hmm. He started getting more empowered. Mm -hmm. So I was giving him that power. And I did not realize that I was feeding a monster. Yes. And everything that I agreed to, the monster was getting bigger and bigger and I was getting smaller and smaller. Mm, wow. That is a good way to look at that. And I know you refer to that in your book. That is a brilliant way to see it because that's kind of what get, feeds them there. They're okay. Is that, that I give up. Yeah. Uh, and the more I give up, the more they say, Oh, well, let's see what else can I get away with? Yes. That works. And what else can work? 
uh, it, it is a series of events, I think. Um, but how did you, you know, what was it like when mentally for you when you first got free? Did you realize that, wait a minute, there's things I got to get, I got to retrain my brain here. What's going on here? You know, I didn't even think of that. I mean, when I, when I first, like somebody came, my, one of my family members came, was like, this is ridiculous, whatever it was. They came and got me. I got all my things and I went and it was my, my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And that very first, uh, like few hours, it was just like the birds, the sky, the air. It's like, oh my God, it was springtime. It's like the flowers are so beautiful out here. You noticed like, things. Yeah. Well, it was like everything. I, I didn't realize that I had been, I had such a, a narrow focus of like, when is he going to go off again? Right. So, and then when I, when I was finally like out, I was like, there's grass and oh my God, we could go shopping. Coffee is so delicious. Right. It's like, you know what I mean? You don't even realize you're losing your, your joy to the simple things. Mm. Mm. So it was, it was really like being rescued from, uh, you know, being a hostage. Right. Cause wow. I was. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much how we could equate it. Yeah. That's it. How did you, um, how many times is another thing? Um, keep talking. I just determined oh, it, it took it's it, well, I did not realize. Um, okay. You want me to keep talking? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I did not realize the, the power and the, the, um, the energy that this person was going to use to try to get me to come back. Mm. So when he showed up my, up at my mother's house, the things that was coming out of his mouth, the energy, mm -hmm. the he wasn't going to take no for an answer, and all the apologies, and and he, he realized that you know he did this wrong and that wrong. He's like, oh okay, so I think we message received. All right, let's try this because there is so much you know there was so much good that I thought there was. Mm. So I went back again, and uh, oh my god, it was two days later. Wow. Two days wow. later, it Dude. was just like I had never left. Like, so that must know. have been really traumatizing, though, to it, like to go from like the grass. Wow. How beautiful. Yeah. Sunshine, and then go back a now fear grips. Yeah. And, and to get back, you're like, oh, my God, what did I do? Why did I yeah. do this? And, and then that's the sad part. You're going to have the guilt, which you shouldn't have because yes. it's totally his fault. hundred percent. Yes. Um, It's never the victim's fault, but they make you feel like it's your fault. You know, you right. know you did this and you did that. And it's not, it's not. Um, that's a part of the brain that has to be reconditioned as well. Yeah. And the guilt, the guilt makes you feel like everything you're saying is right. And you really should just listen to him. You know, it is not like, yes. it doesn't come off as like, I did this, like, you know, it came off as like, well, I, I guess he's, I guess he's right. You know, it, it took right. a long time. And this is almost like, I, I want to say it now because it's important to say it now. Mm -hmm. I did not see why he was so, hell bent on being with me if if like he was taking everything away from me that i loved mm -hmm. everything yeah. um and so that's the opposite of love he was indifferent to everything that i loved mm -hmm. and he took it away over and over and over again so why what, i mean like i've been in a good relationship i would never take anything away from my husband that he loves nothing mm -hmm. right. not, not even a postage stamp whatever it is <laughs> but he was taking everything and so I was, it got to the point where I try to figure out what does he want if he doesn't care about me? Right. And that's when I started realizing that he, he has, uh, he was feeding on me. He has an obsession to control a person like that first lunch date with my friend that I canceled. He mm -hmm. got a charge out of it. I did not know. 
he got like he was built up so he is he is obsessed with that feeling that he gets to control somebody mm. and i did not realize that's why he was in this relationship not because of of anything that any normal thing that i thought about you know what right. i mean and right. so and so i i took me a long time to realize that i was somebody's food mm. wow mm. Mm -mm. oh you know? wow and you got to put them on an intermittent fast to, to then to starvation. <laughs> I, yeah. And and another point I wanted to make is too, is like when you're eating food, like supposing you're like eating your whatever it is and you drop, you drop a piece that you really wanted to get into your mouth and you mm -hmm. drop it and now you can't have it. The five second rule doesn't apply to this piece uh. that you dropped and you can't have it. You're so mad at that piece of food. You want to like stop on it or throw it in the trash. So when you're the food and you right. try to leave, that's when you're in the most danger. Because mm. now you're that food that fell and the five second rule doesn't apply and they want to just destroy you. Right. Well, that's another uh, thing. Women don't leave often because it's best if there's children involved. Yes. Um, so the scary. threats that are made, I'll kill your family. I'll do yes. this. That's big. Um, I'll go to your job and embarrass you. Yeah. Um, and you're lucky if you get to have a job because a lot of them be like, mm -mm, oh, yeah. Work. Stay home, you know, barefoot and pregnant pretty much. Um, and that's to control you. A hundred percent, because they have to have. If if you're around, which is why they don't want you to have friends or family around. If you're around family or friends who are good, they're gonna wake you up and say, yeah. "Hey, Deborah, you know, I didn't see you today. What's up? Why is your eye like this? Or, or you know, you haven't eaten in three days. What's wrong with you, girl? Is you okay? Are you depressed today? What's going on? Right. That's why they don't want you. Um, they do. I call it isolation because uh, yeah. men they can really control you. It's sort of like um, prisoners. They put them in the hole. Right. You're going to learn a lesson in this hole. Right. That's what you're going to learn. And so it's sort of like soldiers, you know, all that they know about this stuff. That's the best way to get somebody is isolate them. Yeah. Because human beings do not want to be by themselves. And when they are, it's very easy to recondition their brain and do whatever, oh, yeah. whatever you need. That is done. so true. That is so true. And just staying on with the food thing for one more second. When sometimes mm -hmm. you see people eating and they're just so guarding over their like little plate, like no one's going to steal your plate. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm not going to take a French fry off you, but you can see them guarding it. They, they guarding. They don't want anyone getting near the plate. And it's, mm -hmm. it's like that. Mm. Wow. Well, that's a, whew, that's a serious way to look at it. And one uh, of you, I never really thought about, but um, that's a good way to look at it. Uh, oh my gosh. You talk about this in your book, correct? I talk about, oh yes. Oh yes. I just, I, I go into that in detail, even though my book is short and I yeah. wanted my book to be short because, yes. um, I remember when I, uh, actually ended up at a, a shelter mm -hmm. because he kept going to my parents' house and convincing me that he was going to kill everybody in my family if I didn't leave. Uh. And so I went to a shelter so he couldn't find me mm -hmm. and they were giving me stuff to read. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. And I remember looking at the stuff they gave me to read. I was like, what is this? Uh, right. I was, you know, it was, it was so dry, not, yeah. not just that, but it was like all about him. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, it, it had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it was just textbook. Mm -hmm. It was textbook. It was clinical. Mm -hmm. um, Probably written by a man. <laughs> right. An abuser maybe. Right. Um, you know, like I'm reading a medical book or something. And then it was also, sometimes there'll be testimonial stories in there about, um, about, uh, two people like, who, who cares? Right. You know, my, my book, um, is not about me. When the right. person picks up my book, it's a letter to Tanya. If mm. you might attest to, you read, you have, you know I what I mean? The book, yes, very, very it's intimate and read, personal. Read, yes, 
Yes. And you feel like you're with somebody. Like you don't like you could be sitting alone in a room, and right. when you're reading my book, you feel like you're surrounded by people who love you. You right. feel like you're surrounded by um by comfort, exactly. you know, because I mean? it's coming at you. You know, mm. so my book is nothing like the, the clinical textbooks that you would get. This this is like a hug with information. Mm, I like that. A hug with information. And that yeah. is exactly how I felt when I read it. That's that's exactly it. Um, it's a great book. You guys should get it. Um, and wait, let me let me put create a banner for the title. Give me the title again, honey. It is Sweetie. How Sweetie. much should you give up to keep that relationship? I can answer that. <laughs> should it's long, I know. <laughs> up to keep that relationship. I'm typing in a thing for a relationship, a relationship. I can answer that. Although I did not do my caps, guys. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, it's because you do have to give up stuff to keep a relationship. Jay Polardi. Uh, and it's on Amazon, correct? It is. It is. There's a lot of other places that is, but, you know, this is the place that people go. So. Right. Yeah, that's the, the spot. The it spot. is the spot. This place to be is that what uh, my spelling. So forgive me, guys. I'm just um, trying to get this together here. Forgive me. Let's see if I can get it. Sweetie, how much should you give up to keep that relationship? I can answer that by Deborah yes. J. Gilardi on Amazon. You guys check out that book. Um, so um, I was going to go to a music video here, just a small clip of a, of a song. And uh, this is funny. Uh, the song title uh, is by Tatiana. So we'll come right back in a minute, guys. Um, but in the meantime, I'll have you come back and answer some more questions. Yes. Uh, when we come back, okay? okay? So give me a minute, guys. Here we go. back uh on the town with tanya that was tatiana staley singing i'm there for you my original song uh and i need to get that off of the screen right that would help <laughs> uh okay. so, so we're back with with uh author comedian deborah j pilardi um talking about uh after abuse building a better uh self uh and relationships so um so one question i want to ask uh did you need help um, and were you able to get it? Like while you were in it, were the people that could have helped you or you just, um, you just kept trying to help? There were people that could have helped me, um, but I was too afraid. I was told over and over again that and my brother and sister who are grown people now, um, I was told that they were going to be killed if, um, if I did anything. So what I did was I got out of the relationship. I didn't have, I had like five years where I was 
pretty much alone all the time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't tell my parents and I didn't tell anybody. And I, I, he did never, he never found me at my apartment. He found me all over the place, got me fired from jobs. But um, when I was on my way home every night, I made sure that there wasn't anybody following me. So I lived there almost, almost, almost the whole five years without him finding me until, you know, that weekend where he did find me. Wow. Really? And after five years, he was still looking? Oh yeah, it was. It went on for it went on for years. It was. Well, how do you now I'm able to go and talk without him finding you? Because Facebook. Well, I mean, I, I'm a little embarrassed to say, but that was almost forty years ago. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I still would be. You know, I always think of, um, you know, Julia Roberts. You always looking over your shoulder. You a know? little bit. Um, I don't do it as much anymore, but I think what I'm looking over my shoulder now is the reason why all of us should be looking over our shoulders because there's other predators out there besides that one. So I do do that mm. um, as everyone should mm. do that, you know, just to make sure that the person who, if there's a person out there is trying to, you know, whatever they, whatever they do, they realize you're a person who's looking around. So they usually shy away from those, those okay. people. Wow. Mm. I do um, that still. Yes. Still, yeah. No, I can imagine that would be a part of uh, just a, a reflex. Um, uh, and how could family or friends uh, help if they don't know? Like, you know, um, they can't if they don't know. Right. So there's nothing really they can do, but just wait. Um, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, hmm. Did you, um, did you, uh, in, uh, well, I guess in, in your head, did you want people to rescue someone? Hello, yes. if you know what's going on. I, yes. And, and I didn't know what a rescue would look like at that point because, um, I wasn't going out with my, went out with her for a year plus, And then this was like five years of not going out with my head, no dates at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was single that, that entire time. That's smart. Was, Cause you got to recondition your brain. Or you'll well, that's true. And I didn't realize it was smart in that way. What happened was I had, a, you know, we all have our little circle of friends mm -hmm. and uh, none of my friends wanted to go out with me because they knew I had a stalker. So they were all too scared. Oh, so now, and that's, that's where well, we'll talk about that um, too, too, is uh, so that's the thing. Now you're out of this relationship and then all the bridges that you um, cut off, now, how did you rebuild those? So like, let's say if you never went to see your sister or a brother, or you never went to see your friends, or you cancel the parties, or all, all those things that happen when you're with an abuser, you make excuses, right. uh, and they're, they're good excuses. So I'm not saying to, is it, mm -hmm. um, but how do you rebuild those bridges now? Well, for, uh, back then it was the phone calls, obviously, because, you know, we had the, the landlines and stuff and mm -hmm. I was rebuilding bridges. I mean, I, I just wasn't hanging out like at a, you know, at an alarming rate. I was making sure nobody followed me, go to my friend's house or make sure no one's following me, go to my parents' house. Yeah. So he wasn't driving by my parents' house all the time. So like Christmas, I would be over there, birthday parties, I'd be over there and stuff. And, you know, sometimes in the summer she had a pool, I would go over and, you know, park my car where he couldn't see it. And, you know, so I, I, I was able to do stuff in that five years time, but it wasn't just out in your face, you know, and I it certainly wasn't dating. Right. Um, I was still mostly just looking over my shoulder all the time because I, someone was following me. Well, that in <laughs> itself is a hard thing. Like, how did you 
um, how did you work yourself to get rid of that? Because at some point you're building up another mechanism that will filter into your everyday life. So if I just meet you, let's say, Hey, how are you Deborah? Let's hang out. Let's go. Um, let's go to my beach house and wherever, I don't know. Yeah. And we're there and you're always looking over and checking yeah. things. Um, wouldn't that affect also your regular friendships? And you know, yeah, I, I, there was that the whole five years. Mm -hmm. That happened all the time. And then the first year where I was, what I had gotten rescued, it still mm -hmm. happened for a good year plus. Mm -hmm. um, it was, it took a long time for me to get, to stop doing that. But mm -hmm. I didn't realize the the date where I had gotten rescued. I didn't realize it right away. Okay. Um, it was when he had found where I lived and it was the same. It was like two days after the people in the third floor and the first floor moved. It was just such a weird like situation, perfect storm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So now I'm on the second floor for the first time in like all those years by myself, but I didn't care because I was, I was pretty careful all the time. Right. And it was the following Monday where I had a knock on my door and that's when the, the hitting started and screaming started. I'm rolling around out in my hallway and I'm figuring this is it because everyone moved. Right. And so all of a sudden he gets up and runs away from me, which he's never done before. And I, I was still laying on the floor. So I just saw mm -hmm. feet and a bat. And, wow. and then all of a sudden, as the person was going down the stairs, I saw the back of his head and I ran back into my apartment. Somebody wow. had moved in upstairs and I did not know that um, wow. and heard the commotion came running out with a bat and chased him away. Now, is um, that your current husband? Or that person I married, yes. Yeah. Oh I, mean, I mean, speaking of knight in shining armor, like I know that's a Cinderella moment right there. I that, know that is a real. So, I mean, that is. I mean, I can't imagine how ecstatic you were that that who is this guy? Like a superhero, sort of. Well, I didn't see his face that day. Um, when he came back up the stairs, I heard him. I said, "Thank you through the door." And I apologized and stuff. But in my head, I was like, I have to move now because he knows where I live. That's it. Right. And um, I didn't know what happened. He never came back. Wow. So one person, one mm. person confronted him. Now, he did not know I didn't know this person. Mm. Uh, oh. You know what I mean? He thought oh, that, he that knew I knew this person. Up for you. That's, that's what he knew. He mm. knew, wait a minute, this person's really to, ready to stand up for her, right? Yeah. I, don't know if really, I don't know if I want to go that far in. Yeah. He had wow. no idea. I didn't know who that was either. <laughs> imagine, so imagine if half of our cases where if people were said, like, I never could understood. And there's no judgment. It's just I never could understood. Like if I was in the middle of a domestic violence, if I was in the middle of a domestic violence situation, my brother, uh, well, none of my brothers, but my brother would not. Um, he would that would not happen more than one minute because <laughs> that's either. that's the type of brother that he was and and I could lie and hide all I want but he's the type that it will sneak up on me and see what's really going on uh, and yeah. I've seen him do it for he helped a friend of mine a friend who we felt like a sister that was in a well she was in the mental stage of the domestic violence it's just the mental first um, and he made the guy get out of the house in five seconds uh, yeah. so so but I don't understand how. Anybody, because even if I was just a sister, if it was my sister, if I knew, oh no, he's got to go. I don't he know how. I don't know I how. Didn't tell. I, didn't I didn't know tell my brother. That's, that's I had another brother that was is my age, so yeah. he was talking. He was saying he was going to kill my two younger sisters that were because there was like a fifteen year age gap. Oh. So they were like about maybe like six or seven by this time, right? And I right. was like in my twenties. Right. And so, oh, um, my, I had a brother that was my age. So he was in, he was in his twenties. He could have, he could have done something. He, I did not tell him. I did not want my brother to be in that position. 
Right, because you also don't know if they're going to really kill them. I mean, right. and, and, and it has happened where yes, it died. has so many just, times. Yeah, I've seen personally cases where that happened, and I had I lost a few friends. Well, one particular one a few years back uh, to domestic violence, um, and I no one had no clue um, what was going on, no clue whatsoever. We just right. saw on the news. Oh my God, it was one of the worst cases in history. You know, um, right. and and I had no idea. She had a master's degree. She had a beautiful son. Oh, the whole nine. You would, you would, I had no idea. But I'm saying when when someone knows for sure, for sure, a family member knows for sure, like a brother, a close family. I mean, not just anybody. Oh yeah, I couldn't have stopped. You. I'm not going to ask you to take a risk on your life for me. You know, if I'm like your, you know, BFF and you got kids, I, I understand that. But mm. if I'm your brother or your sister and I find out, oh yeah, it's it's. Oh, he won't be around long. Or right. I couldn't have stopped my brother if he knew. That's oh, why I made sure that nobody, you know what I mean? When people saw me for the birthdays or, or the little times that I was there, in those times, they were I'm like, everything's great. So help right. you don't have a boyfriend. I don't, I don't like anybody. Right. Okay. So yeah. And that's and that's usually classic um to hide and defend um the other person. Not intentional sometimes, just it just it's easier and safer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I it was my own fault. I wouldn't want my anybody getting hurt because of something that I did. You well, know? you didn't do anything. That's the catch. <laughs> I, yeah, and I didn't know that at the time. It was it, right, right, you know. Right. But then, but then when that person came from the from the upstairs and and went ahead and did that, I, I didn't have any choice in the matter because wow. I didn't know it was and I didn't know what was going to happen. And then mm -hmm. that's when I realized. It took me a while to realize that he was not coming back. That he was, he was, he, he never bothered me out in the town. He never bothered me uh, at my friend's house. He never bothered me anywhere. And that is the, that is the point where I realized two things. One, uh -huh. I don't have a stalker anymore. And right. two, my stalker this whole entire time has been a coward. Mm. Now, why do you, why do you call him a stalker instead of uh, abuser? I'm just curious. Is there a well, that's what he was doing at the time. Cause we hadn't gone out in all those years. So, I mean, he was just leaving notes on the car and okay. constantly trying to get me to come back. And, you know, he was, right. he had to do it in piecework. Right. Not right. before where he was finding me at my parents' house. Um, it was just, he was out there every day, every day, every day, my parents were getting worn out. And so that is why I couldn't stay with them, but right. I didn't have anybody. I didn't have any real place to stay. So mm -hmm. I literally had to get my own place. And I do not recommend that okay. now in these days, people can find you yes. do not live by yourself. Yes. Um, you need to be surrounded by people who can protect you. Yes. Um, I, a lot of these people who have uh, protective orders and then when they get uh, murdered they're by in their homes by themselves right. thinking yes. that they're protected you yes. cannot and I don't care how long it takes you have to be in an environment where you're surrounded by people who can protect you yes you know what I mean even if you have to live in a hotel type situation yes that's what I was gonna know? say you can go to um there's domestic violence shelters and personally I, if I was me and it was that severe um I am one of the people that would be like, I would go to DSS, ask them for a one-way ticket, bus ticket to yes. another state. That's yes. just, especially if there's kids involved because you don't oh, want, yeah. I mean, well, I look up the states because you want to make sure you still have that they protect domestic violence uh, women. You want, you want to make sure you're protected. Like New York, you're protected. So if I say I can't give you, the kids can't have a visitation because this man's uh, trying right. to kill them, they're going to say, oh, no, absolutely not. DV, no problem. 
uh, you know, financial aid, all those papers you got to fill out and ask about the dad and this and that. It's very important what state you're in that they support women um, th that right. are being, well, and I mean, it could be men too, but I'm focusing on the women because usually it's it's women and usually the woman's the one that can't get it. There's a lot of stuff to that. It, there are men. So don't let me, I don't want you to think there's no men in domestic violence. There are, oh, some, yeah, there are plenty there are of men. Five point something million or something like that. Five point <laughs> million compared to our 19 something million. So I'm just focusing on us right now. Um, and that's because usually we're the ones with the kids um, and, can't, and in a desperate situation, no resources. And they usually have um, control over the money, um, which is a big. Uh, oh, a yes. Big the financial abuse. Yes. Yeah, so I, I always tell all women this, and that's even if you're not in a domestic relationship, never give up who you are under no circumstances. Because, you know, I mean, as a single mother, you know, you give you give up, you know, your career. You say, oh, I'm not going to do this because I don't want my kids to be here. Or you give up all so much of yourself in a relationship. It doesn't make sense to me. Stay who you are. Be what you love to do or focus on what you wanted to do and do it while you're being a great wife and while you're being a great girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it is and you have your kids, you can still do that too. But when you give it up yourself, I think you're more vulnerable to, yeah. um, to people um, that will take advantage of you. I'll just say that because then they're like, uh Oh, they don't have anything else going. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, and if I still have, my, that's why it's important when they, and I know that's the, that's the whole classic abuse thing is to say, why are you at that stupid job? They don't, you know, they, they don't like you there anyway. You're not really yeah. making money. I can take care of you. Why? Do you, well, first they do it charmingly. Oh, I'll take care of you. And then, and, and as a as a human being, you're like, what? Da -da -da. The heavens open. Oh, da -da. they can take care of me. I know. Oh, I know. I know. That's usually what happens, right? Because everybody wants the classic Cinderella syndrome. But the truth or reality, people, is there is no knight in shining armor. Well, she had one, <laughs> but well. It, there isn't one underneath the armor. My husband is just a regular person. Right. Uh, we have to work in our relationship. He can be very annoying sometimes, just like I can. So <laughs> I say night and shine now because he saved me, but he's just a regular person, but he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't feed off me. <laughs> I think that is a, I think that that just that scene that you tell me about where he came down with the back is a scene I'd love to see in a movie. Like I just, I just, it just sounds so like <laughs> right out of a movie, you know, this like all of a sudden this guy's coming here scared and fearful. And then out of nowhere comes the guy. It's like, I would love to hear more stories like that. Um, and I would love to talk to him one day. See he, what, what went through his head that like, he didn't care. Like, this is not going to happen on my watch. I don't care. Well, he just, he would just heard screaming. He didn't know anything about me, but um, right. To right. this day, I mean, that was a long time ago. And this to this day, in my mind, is so fresh. I still see him getting up and running. I can see him running, and I'm confused. And that's when I see the bat. That's the first thing I saw was the bat swinging, mm -hmm. and then his feet. And then all of a sudden, as he's going downstairs, his back and then his head. And he disappears out the door. And I didn't even I didn't even uh, look no, out no, the door to see him. Did he what go was that? The guy, the guy, your husband, go looking for him. Go, go yes, he was trying him. to get him to whack him with the bat. <laughs> but, <laughs> I love this guy. He's a superhero. He's but, really, um, you got to make he, a book about that. But um, he got in his car and drove off before he could catch him. Oh, you know, man, that is amazing. I mean, that is just. I mean, that is. Oh, I can't tell you. It makes my heart happy and fuzzy when I hear stories I like because. Cause it's like, I'd like to know what was, you got to write that book and say, 
what were you thinking the moment you saw a woman in distress or human being? How about that? It could have been man or woman. I'm sure this guy sounds like no matter who it was, not going to happen on his watch. Yes, I uh, think that is what he was thinking. I, I don't, I don't even know why I didn't ask him what he was thinking that what? first moment. Oh well, my I mean, gosh, girl. What? He's here, you know. He could come say hi. I don't know if he yes, would. Yes, you got one day. I don't know if he'll want to, but I would love to know why he. I. I mean, I just got know what he just heard screaming, and he decided he was going to go fix it. I yeah, guess. But, but there's something about his character. Yes. Right, that says that you know, because a lot of people. I mean, I always equate this back, and I know it's a different topic, but even like let's say slavery, people watch people get hung. They would have picnics and watch it. I know. What made that one person say, oh, no, I'm right. not going to be co-signing on this. Or someone's getting robbed. I, I saw a girl about to get beat up on a train and I stopped it. And I know the people could have stabbed me or killed me. But I was like, I don't care. I'm not not on my watch. Not on my it's, watch. It's, not good in, it's good in you because, you know, you know what I mean? But I could tell you my um, years later after we we were in our neighborhood, we were outside planting flowers or something mm -hmm. and the um, little girl next to us went over to visit the lady across the street mm -hmm. and her dog her dog was like jumping and barking at this little girl and caught the handle it was like one of those push down handles and uh -oh. the dog come running out and started mauling her oh my god no. and my we were planting flowers and we had shovels and everything my husband picked up the shovel and just started chasing after that dog and, and stopped Stopped the dog. The owner came, grabbed the dog, and my husband got the girl, brought it to her porch because she was right next door, and we were stopping the bleeding oh. for the all before the mom could come out. So sure. this is something that he does. Oh. Well, that's what I say. It's just his nature to say, you know what? Not on my watch. Yeah, you do your watch, but not mine. And that's right. the stuff I'm talking about. Those are the kind of people we need in the world that that uh, are not going to sit idle and say, uh, "Well, it's not me," <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. I, so one day, maybe one day we'll have them on and do a yeah. special about what we call real heroes or pe real right? people. What what makes people do good? I you know. know. I that, know. That's, imagine if he didn't do that, where would, where would you be right now? Maybe. You know. Okay. You know. So I don't I, even want it. To. Yeah. No. I thank God uh, for him. Tell tell him that Tanya said thank you. I, I will. And, uh, I will. I'm going to ask him that question too. When he heard, when he, why would I have never even asked that? I just assumed he was like, heard scream. He was like, oh no, let's, let's get right. You know what I mean? I never <laughs> really really asked. And that guy was just ruining it, <laughs> making it work. <laughs> Who I'm knows like, what he was trying to do up there, but he couldn't because of all the screaming. <laughs> right. Oh, I'd love to know. I've just one day, if you get a chance, ask him. So, so, um, did you, uh, when you got out of this relationship, um, what's life like now? And did you do therapy or what did you do to, you know, what did you do that was therapeutic to help you get through all this? Well, I had five years to think about what was going on when nobody was, you know, before I re actually got rescued. Right. And um, I had it all like jotted down, like little notes, you know, like you have napkins and stuff. Right. And, right. <clears throat> and like, so I had like this bunch of stuff mm. and then I just saved it where you save things in a box or whatever. And then, you know, I realized he wasn't stalking me anymore and our relationship was progressing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we ended up getting married and I had a little girl. Aww. And um, I remember she was, she got up in the middle of the night and, you know, it was like two o'clock in the morning. She was only like two months old. And I was looking into her eyes mm -hmm. and she, she just depended on me for everything. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at her going, I know it wasn't because I was stupid. I know it wasn't because I wasn't intelligent or good or what, you know what I mean? And I wanted to tell her 
what could happen. I was like desperate to tell her. And mm -hmm. I was just sitting there sometimes at night and I was like telling her, you know, and then if he says, you know, don't go out with your friend, you know, so right, right, <laughs> she's right, only right. two months old. So she's thinking <laughs> of it as like a, a bedtime story, you know? So right. that's when I wrote the manuscript. And of course I wasn't trying to make myself look intelligent. I wasn't trying to do testimonial. I was trying to talk to her. Right. And I didn't want too many words because mm. I knew it was, um, you know, we didn't need all that. You know, I just right. wanted to get get in there and get the message and and get it as gently and as lovingly as possible. And I wanted it to be to her. Right. And so, I, of course, I know I am. I really am working on an audio book that has all the more inclusive pronouns for okay. everybody else. But I right. still want to keep my original book in its original form. And then I ended up having two more daughters, too. Aww. But people were looking at my manuscript that I was going to give to her when she got mm -hmm. older. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Can you make me a copy. So I'm like spending a lot of time right. making copies for people. Right. And after a while, you know, you get to the point where it was like, why don't I just, you know, put this in a book for, for many people. Yes. No, it definitely, uh, it's definitely, um, a book that's going to help save or change a life. Uh, yeah. because you know, and sometimes people can't even identify that they're in a abusive relationship at all because yeah. maybe there isn't no physical <laughs> use yet. So oh, they, yeah. they think, Oh, well, I'm fine. I, no, I, I mean, I had someone tell me their husband's a lawyer and she was like, oh, no, everything's fine until the hitting started. And then that became a hope. Then she realized, oh, my God, I'm in danger. I got to get out of this. You know, they got out. But sometimes you don't know. But if you read books like this or you hear stories, which is why I do the show, um, and I won't stop uh, talking about domestic violence because I really believe it's way more than they're telling. Yeah. Way more. And it's not always hitting. There are people out there trapped in domestic violence right now just from tantrums. Yes. So they don't get hit. Yes. But they still are being consumed. They still yes. don't have their lives, their dreams, their hopes. They don't have anything. They're yes. still being fed upon because of the same obsession. Yes. Um, but it's the person is throwing tantrums. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there is a lot of that out there. You know, and their people are not getting hit. But, you know, the, the, the physical abuse will really... Um, uh, helps you see things more clearly a lot faster. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and verbal abuse can be just as damaging as the yes. physical, like the physical, you know, the black eye goes away, but someone telling you you're stupid and you're not worth nothing and nobody will believe you over right. me. That's that can stay. Cause you remember the mind controls everything. everything. You could it be does. sick as a dog. If you tell yourself, Oh, I'm not sick and I'm going to get better. If you do the other steps that you have to, it's more likely that you'd get better than if you, if your mind says, Oh, I'm just always sick. And I'm always done. You're always going to be sick. I know people exactly. not really sick, but they're sick because they keep telling themselves they're sick. So yes. that your mind is, is the most important thing to protect. And in domestic violence, that's the first thing that they mess with. Oh, yes. And the, Oh the yeah. Person. They never stop messing with your, with your mind. And nope. then, then the person I know, I know I was letting him do it. Right. And you know what's so weird is well, that you're loving him. I don't want to. I don't want you. I didn't realize that. I was. I didn't. I. I. I mean, I know I was falling into the into the trap. But the mm -hmm. one thing that actually made me cut off this relationship, and it wasn't even a beating. Mm -hmm. It was one time he came to my house, mm -hmm. and it was like maybe ten thirty in the morning, mm -hmm. and he noticed my shades were up, and he goes, "Why are those up? My blinds?" And I said, "Um, daytime." <laughs> he thought I was trying to look out the window to find somebody to cheat on him with. 
Oh my God, that's horrible. And that's that's the all that yeah, the narcissism and all that. That's oh. why I that is the thing that broke the camel's back. Yeah, that's I mean what <laughs> anybody want you <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I, I I can't understand it, but yes, I can because most of the people that do domestic all the people that do domestic violence, there's they're they're behind that is insecure, fearful. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, on, um, um, what do you call it? What's the word? They're not, um, they, they haven't, um, they have a thing. They have a yeah. thing that's from their childhood or whatever yes. it was. And, and, and I, I actually talk about that in my book. Yes, I do. And who cares? I have a thing. Everybody right. has a thing, right? But we don't go around feeding off people from it. Exactly. Well, no, but I'm saying particularly, and there's no excuse at all, no, ever, yeah. ever. There's never any excuse because I'm one of those people, they tell me when I was sexually abused, oh, well, he was sexually abused too. I don't care. That's not my problem. That's not my right. fault. I didn't abuse anybody. So how did I know right. better at six and nobody else knew better? Doesn't make sense to me. Right. Not, and then you're, you know, and then you're like, nine years old for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, did, I how, do. how, how do you not know? Right. And in no. your life, you, uh, your life is your business. So your partner is the person you have to hire to uh, ingratiate your business. And you only have one position available. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you have one position available, you're going to want to find the best person for that job, right? right? You're not going to want to find somebody who makes you, doesn't have, doesn't care about the bottom line. Doesn't make your job go forward. Doesn't care about, you know, bettering your, uh, your, your business right. further and further. These people are tearing your business down. So that person is not the person for the job. Nope, definitely not. Definitely not. What um um let's see. So so um what give me some advice for for women like what you know like maybe the first thing would be uh change your environment. I would that would be my first thing. What's something that you would say? To to so when, when, you leave, leave. when you when you're ready to leave, because yes. really it took more than one time, right? It took oh more yes, I had to I had to get I had to get all my stuff that right. I didn't want to lose because this is what happens. They threaten your family members, they threaten yep. your stuff, and yes. I had to put all of my stuff in storage. Mm. So mm. I had all my stuff in storage. So even though I had another apartment, I really mm. didn't have much in there. I had a couple of chairs in there and I lived in there a long time like that. Mm. And I had my stuff in storage. Wow. And so I was just like a, a, like a free agent, you know, I was traveling light. Mm. And so, and that is one of the things that you, you know, so you don't have a lot of stuff around you that you, that they can threaten. Okay. You know, so you put all your stuff in storage as much as possible. Wouldn't want the one on the one time that you can get out. Okay. And then keep it in there mm -hmm. until you, you know, that this person is not stalking you. This person has let go and okay. do everything. You, you might even have to change the voice on your uh, phone to yes. the default message, because mm -hmm. if they call up your phone um, and they hear your voice saying, oh, you've reached Deborah Pilati, you know, go ahead and leave a message or whatever it is. Plus my name wasn't Pilati at the time. Yeah. They're thinking that as an invitation to go ahead and leave a message for mm -hmm. them. Yep. They can't even that they, everything has to be taken away from them. They have to be shut off cold. Mm. They have to, that is it. There has to be like a, like one of those metal doors that shut. And yes, when, yes when you have That's kids, when you have kids, it's much more difficult, but the courts have set up a lot of really brilliant stuff now where you're just communicating mm. uh, in these texts and you have the, the drop-offs that are like very like surgical. You think that's you know? good? See, I personally, I don't think that's healthy. I mean, I, I no. there's no way 
uh, if I had kids, um, dad, if I had, thank God I didn't, thank God. Um, I if I had too. kids, dad, that was abusive to the point of physical violence and blocking eye me and breaking my legs, there is no way they would ever see their father again. And we'd have all that agreement that, you know what, if they can beat me in front of my kids, do you know the damage that will, that has done to those kids that they yeah. can never be undone? The, that's that's true. the part. That's the part. It's not like, it's not like, um, even if it was, okay, even if it was no verbal, even if it was just verbal abuse, how about that? Okay. Or financial abuse. I could say, okay, but physical, physical for a kid, a five-year-old to watch their mother be dragged for a two-year-old to eight-year-old. I mean, this is, this is going to be embedded yes. in their whole brain. That's true. And that's the reward why you get out. So they can't see them doing that to you. But some uh, people do not have the luxury mm -hmm. of taking the kids away from the father permanently. These things are not, uh, yeah. these things are not granted. How do you try? This is why there's so many women being murdered and their kids being murdered now. Because when they go to those visits is when they say, yeah, I got a visit. I know at least three personal families that happened to. They would have never been able to kill them had the court said, you're done. You're done, buddy. And Great. if you want to see your kids, it's only through video. I mean, then when if they get old and decide, I still want to see my dad, that's fine. But okay, maybe through video. How about that? Maybe not so hard. But you, if you abuse me and you sexually abuse me, you. I mean, I'm, I've got stories of people that were held hostage, like crazy stories. How yeah. do you let your kids see that? How do you let your kids see you interact with that man again in any form? Yeah. And, and and like I, you're right. Everything you're saying is right. It, sadly, though, uh, there very often the courts will mandate that the kids have to uh, see their their abusive partners. So these are the things that are, these are things are very scary, and they're you have to the tip court by who a man. I'm just saying, and I know, yeah. and, and if you know, if you know history about women and abuse, and they're up until I want to say the 50s, women had no rights anyway. So if you got divorced yeah. your husband, he got kids, the house, the dog, cat, everything. Even if he was the one doing everything. Right. I so, know. That being said, that's why the laws still reflect that. Because there's no way that I'm going to let, especially I saw a case where someone was sexually abused by the father and they still want the kid to see the kid. I said, I are, you just, are you just trying to create a Jeffrey Dahmer? What are you trying to do? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But I, I mean, that is, the, you just made me think of something. That is the reason why book is written the way it's written because when mm -hmm. you have a person who's trapped in domestic violence you really have to make the point to mm -hmm. one of them and it has to be the victim you have to show them with beyond a shadow of a doubt i mean the, my book could be called clarity mm -hmm. i could have i could have named it just one word mm -hmm. and but i i didn't want i i don't I even mean, there's so many different titles but it could have been called that because after you finish reading my book everything is so clear mm -hmm. And mm. even sometimes people will read my book and go back, but it's only for the shortest period of time be, mm. uh, because then that person is a living, breathing play. Everything that they just read, which they can't forget, by the way, because it's written so simply. They right. can, you hear about reading absorption. Mm. Everything is absorbed when you read my book because it's written so clear. Right. Um, it's right. absorbed like Pedialyte for words. Right, right. right. You know? Well, wow. I, yeah, your book is amazing. I, I'm excited. You guys make sure you go to Amazon and get the book. Um, what? Um, so in advice, um, one of the things is not to blame yourself or shame the guilt because um, it's never your fault. What are some other things that you would say about the brainwashing, the distorting? Um, what are some things that you think can help help someone 
Well, I'm wondering if I could, I actually have a place where I have a lot of videos on all of those different topics. Oh, what is that? Go ahead. I'll put, I'll it's, type uh, it. on TikTok. It's Deborah oh. Pilardi. There's no J there. It's just Deborah Pilardi on TikTok. Deborah. And there's so many videos on there and I do all different kinds. I do the jealousy. I do the envy. I do the thing. I do, uh, um, I have more coming, um, you know, like just smart domestic. So you can, you can see a lot of the, um, I, I named them, um, you know, so, that's good. so we got that. Okay. Let me put it here. So you can go through them all in, in, um, and you'll see yourself if mm -hmm. you're, if you're trapped in domestic violence, you'll see yourself in, uh, you know, in one of those situations. Yes. In oh, all of them. Brilliant. In all of them. That is brilliant. Uh, that is the best way. And TikTok's a big medium for a lot of women um, and around the world, which is what I love. Yeah. Uh, women worldwide, ugh, I mean, we got it bad here in America, but I've heard countries that have 20 times worse. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it just is it's just I, it boggles my mind that human beings can can um, can do this. So what can a woman do to regain her her self-esteem? Well, that is a uh a for me, it was a long process. Cause like I said, the day that he came downstairs with the bat, I didn't know that was the day that I got rescued. Hmm. I didn't, I thought I was going to have to move and it, I was just going to continue. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very surprised when he didn't come back. I was very surprised when I didn't see him mm -hmm. uh, when I was driving through town or driving down this street or that street or wherever he used to find me. I was very surprised where he just had, it was gone, mm -hmm. just gone. Yeah. And, but so it is like a, like I explained to somebody, it's like, if you're, on the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. That's where I was the day that I got rescued. And mm -hmm. so little by little, you have to go to the surface, to the surface first, to the surface. You finally see the sun and you, you emerge like mm -hmm. out of the water mm -hmm. and then you still have to swim to shore. Mm -hmm. And then when you get to shore, you know, you still have to walk to land and then start your life over again. So it's really just a long, long process of, mm -hmm. of getting, Finding out what you want. First of all, I have like five things in the back to um, to get your self-esteem back. And one of them is to nurture your opinions. Mm. You know, figure out what's important to you. Because you forgot. Mm. I forgot what was important to me. I forgot my hopes, my dreams, and everything. And yes. no, I needed some solitude anyways. That five years was helpful because I, I found out what was important to me. Right. And right. I, you know, so find out what's important to you. And then go after that, you know. And once you surface and you swim to shore and you start walking, walk towards your life. You know, and it it takes a long time. It's a long time to get it all to get it all back. It doesn't just it's not a switch. Right, right, exactly. And it's a it's a marathon, not a race. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, and it takes a while, just as long as it took to get into it, it takes to get out. So some of the things I suggest is um, you know, try something new, journaling very important. Yes. Um, so you get your feelings out because that's important to process all the stuff that's happening. So important. And, and I find most um, people put in a situation like that or any kind of abuse situation when they do their creative side, whether it's journaling, singing, writing, whatever it is, art, collage, whatever it is you do, um, that's such a relief. That's, yes. that's just as good as therapy sometimes. So I su always suggest therapy and that's just so you know which pieces go where, but yeah. you, you can figure it out if you you look around, you know, there's so many ways, YouTube, TikTok, there's so many pro therapists on that you can get free oh, yeah. information. So you don't have to pay a therapist if you can't afford one. There's tons of ways, but you have to process. That's, that's a guarantee. Um, yeah. I have a little, I have a little spot in the back of my book for journaling. 
Oh, you do? Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Because people say they like to read my book over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, so I figured if you have like it's a journal back there for like some of the stuff, you know, I, I just have like a little assignment, but to right. put in there, but, um, but you know, who knows what people are going to write in there? Like, first of all, one of the things I say is that when you're still trapped, show this person something that you love. Don't like trigger them. Like say it came from an old boyfriend or whatever. Just say, that's something I bought at a yard sale or whatever. And that, that how much you love it, whatever it is. And I guarantee you in two weeks, you will not have that thing. Wow. Mm, yep. That's a good, yeah. I usually give some good, 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 uh, some good examples of how to see if, if what you're saying is right. It's really, really brilliant. I love it. Um, uh, what else somebody said? So the last, I know we got time is, is wrapped up already. We only got, uh, actually <laughs> very good. So, <laughs> one last piece of, right. I know one last, uh, piece of advice. Um, uh, I, I said, meditate yoga, what yeah. else associate only with people who are going to uplift you a hundred percent, a hundred percent, not even a, a fraction of what are you doing that for? Not even a fraction of it. You don't have time for it. Exactly. You know? Um, I say take a trip somewhere, move if you can, um, or do everything different than you did before. Yeah. Yeah. It's reconditioning your brain. So what do you say? Well, I mean, I I would have to go back. I mean, I had to read. Oh, well, you know, we, we, I have a good example. Uh-huh. Years later, after my baby was born, my, my daughter was like maybe three years old. I was mm-hmm. at a gas station. I had put her back in the car after I got in the gas and, mm-hmm. and uh, I took her with me, you know, into the store to pay where I put her back in the car mm-hmm. and I was getting ready to get into the uh, driver's seat. And I turn around and he was right there. No, I, I was first time I saw him after that day in the hallway. No way. He was right there. It was the only time I ever saw him after that. And I, I remember looking at to his face and I remember thinking, oh my God. I, I was not scared. Good. I was not scared. I was just, I was just, I was blown up. Like, I I think I was taller Mm -hmm. and, and I was ready to do whatever it Mm -hmm. took because this man was going to be squashed like a bug at my, with my bare hands. If I had to, Mm. what did he do? Do you say anything? He just said, Oh, congratulations. And then I said, thank you. And he walked away. Wow. He must've been getting something from me because I was raised. I'm a bear in the building. <laughs> he was, I mean, I was, I remember just backing up against the, uh, the door where mm-hmm. she was sitting. Yes. And, I, and my, my the back of me just hit the door just slightly. And I was thinking there is no way. Right. Right. Good for you. Did you tell your husband? Oh my God. I, re- I remember telling him, I remember telling him, but I, I mean, I could probably ask him if he remembers me telling him right now. Wow. You That's know? just crazy. I mean, I would have been freaking out. Like I was initially like for the very first second, like when it, you know, like when you get stunned, but yeah. then I regained my composure and it was on. It's your baby. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Like it was the one I wrote the book for. And yeah. I really think that that encounter is what kind of like started the whole manuscript thing. Yes. But I remember I was actually thinking about her. I was thinking about him. That first two month thing came because she was mm-hmm. like three years old there. You know what I mean? So I remember right. talking to her when she was two months old about that whole thing. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking, I'm, I got to get this written down because what if something happens to me? What if I get in a car accident or something mm-hmm. and I didn't leave her this little note, oh, manuscript, wow. you know what I mean? So that's why I started making sure I, I got it on paper so that she could get it. 
That is amazing. That is that that's amazing that you that it it, it took our babies right to make us yeah. kind of that extra superhero strength come out and say, you know what? Wait a minute. So if something happens to me, that's very important because you know what happens in most time relationships. They not only does the parent they keep all the secrets, then they kind of cover for dad, but then they they don't ever talk about it again. So the poor kid processes it by attracting the same thing that they saw. Yes. Yes. That's that's the part is that your kids must have some form of therapy or some form of outlet for this thing, whether it's a group or whatever it is. Very important because kids won't tell you. They're not going to say, yeah, I watched mommy, you know, in a black eye or whatever. They're not going to say that. No. And they'll, they'll cry. They'll just cry and hold it in with anger or with fear. Yeah. And those two things will create either the next monster or or the person that runs totally away from, I don't want to be like dad. So I don't want anything to have to do with men. I don't want anything to, have to do with this. I don't want anything to, have to do with, you know, opposite. Um, or sometimes if you're lucky, you know, someone will process in their own way. Maybe they went to school and study psychology. So they become the best psychologist. So that is another way, but yeah. you, gotta, you have to address it with kids. Don't they think, Oh, he's only two years old. He has no idea. I hate to tell you this, but even if you're pregnant and being in an abusive domestic relationship, it is embedded in that poor baby's cells, um, yeah. that, that fear and that trauma. Every time you, oh, yes. you move, every time you're fearful and thinking the baby's feeling that, and that is going to play a part in their growing up. You yep. better believe Oh yeah. Better, yeah. So thank you. Um, one last one, reframe your negative talk to, to, uh, to yourself. Yes. Instead, I was very courageous for leaving instead of saying I'm stupid. I should have left earlier. No, you're not stupid. You're a human being and you are courageous. You're fabulous. You're, you're fantastic. Um, and guess what? You're still standing. Very That's important. Right. So we're going to leave on that note because, um, that's the most important thing is to get out safely. Yes, you know? safely. Because a lot of women say, well, I didn't leave. I understand why. You don't have to tell me why you didn't leave. You don't have to explain that to nobody. Sometimes you can't leave right now. It's, right. It's, it's imperative that you have to stay because your babies might be, you know, something might happen to you or your babies. We don't want you dead because then we can't help you at all. You right. know, so you strategically. Strategic. Strategically, yes. Right. Is that a good word? I would say surgical, but I like strategic much better. Mm, yes. Plan, plan, plan. And it could take two years. That's fine. If you got two years, that's fine. Now, if you're, if you're on the last leg and this person's like putting you in the hospital, every hit, you got to, there is no, that one is, is a ASAP. There is no plan B let's go right now. And I'm talking, this is what I would do. If I was in a situation right now, I had no money at all. Um, I, and I, the first thing I would try to do is figure out how to get to the nearest D, um, DSS, that's the first thing I would do because by law, I think they can't tell a woman with kids, especially uh, no, or something like that, something crazy like that. There's a little loophole. I would get to them and say, please put me on a bus. I'm in a serious, uh, it, it, I tell everything, everything, a police station, maybe the police station, fire department, anywhere in your police station, I would go to them. Yes. That's a good one. Thank you. Fire department. Oh, I love my fire guys. Yeah, um, and they're always so cute. Um, but yeah, thank you, fire guys. Um, but I would go to the police department or the fire guys. That's true. If you trust your the precinct. I mean, I, there's been precincts that send them back home. So look at Jeffrey Dahmer's victims were sent right back to his house. So. I know. I, that, that haunts me. Right. It haunts me too. So that if you know you're in that kind of police department, then don't do that. And it's usually not the case, but I'm just saying to think of everything everything before you decide to exit because i don't want you to go and then now you're screwed because something messed up so you got to 
like she said, she knew when it was her time to leave and you might need to leave a few times, but when yeah. it's down to you're going to the hospital and almost dying, that means ASAP. It's today. Today's the yeah. day. And, and I mean, literally for me, I sleep on a park bench for me before mm -hmm. I allow someone to drag me around and see that with my kids. I just, that's just me. And I, and, and it's easier said than done, right? Cause I'm not in it, but, but I'm just saying ju just, it's better for you. I'd rather my kids see us in a shelter than for my kids to be seeing me um, being almost killed every day. That's just, it's right. mentally damaging to them and it will affect them. So if you think of it that way, then, you know, if you don't have a friend or you're scared your friend might be killed, fine. Go to DSS and say, I need a one-way bus ticket. It's usually like $50 ticket. They usually will buy to the near, whatever state you want to go to. And then I'd go to that DSS office and say, I'm in a serious situation. I need help. They may say, well, we can't really help you for 30 days. Go to the shelter. You have to do the shelter. I think a shelter is better than being in. Absolutely. Eat every day. I think for me, I mean, I would do it. I mean, everybody's different, but I would do it. As long as I can protect my kids and my kids are not going to be separated from me, I do, I'm doing it. So think, ladies, um, think, gentlemen, what can I do to get out of this situation? Because here's the piece that a lot of people don't know. All my people who are stuck in this kidnapping uh, mental state um, of abuse, we don't get to see you. You're not showing up for us. And you nope. have some gift that we need that we're not even able to get to. That's, right. that's what I'm saying. Communities that's why, are being robbed. Yes. That's why I get stabbed with suicide. Cause I'm like, darn it. That, that could have been the next scientist. Right. And now we'll never know. Like know. it could have healed cancer. We don't, we don't know. So I see it as every time you're stuck in these patterns, we don't get to see you and, right. and you value, bring value to this yes. world. That's why you're here. That's yes. why God spared all of our lives to, to do something great, fantastic. And you can do it. I'm telling you, you can do right. it. You can do it. You can do it. And so, it's not to be somebody's food. Yes. No, definitely not. And you that's not. all it is. Think about it. If you're, if I'm taking everything away from my husband that yes. he he loves just so yeah. that I can feed off of him. That's yes. not love. That is yes. all you are is somebody's meal. Yes. Well, that's it. And that's the part. Nope. You're not here for somebody's meal. So guys, you know, um, we have to wrap up and thank you so much, Deborah J. Pilati, thank you for, for having for being me. With us again. You're welcome back anytime because I'm sure there's parts of the book we didn't even get to. But please yeah. oh, go yeah. out, guys. If you get a chance, go back and um and get the book. Sweetie, how much should you give up to keep that relationship? I can answer that I by can. Deborah J. Pilati on Amazon. <laughs> and uh for everybody out there, please do me a favor, please like and share the video and subscribe. And my new yeah. subscribers, thank you. Woo -woo, we're getting there, we're getting there slowly but surely. But thank you for my new subscribers. And please go get the book. And we will see you guys next time. No, we'll see you guys next week. Actually, we'll see you today at 4 p.m. for the taping uh for uh racism on racism. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Hang out with me, Deb.